Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, it won't arrive on Irish TV screens until the summer, but there's a new Star Trek spin-off series called Strange New Worlds. For actor Melissa Navia, it was a huge career break, but it coincided with a huge personal tragedy, one that has a strong Irish connection. Melissa, good afternoon. How's it going? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, just to explain to people who aren't familiar with all these things, that the, the Strange New Worlds <laughs> is about the Enterprise, but it's before uh, James Kirk got the job. The guy who's in charge now is Christopher Pike, who came before him. There's a whole story there. Uh, so, uh, Erica Ortegas, the, the, ca- the character you play, Melissa, what does she do? Sure. So, she is the helmsman. Um, she's a, a veteran as well, and, uh, she loves her job. She's really, really good at it. And, um, she is one of, uh, the new characters on the bridge. So, uh, audiences are going to recognize, they're going to recognize Captain Pike, um, from the original Star Trek pilot, The Cage, um, prior to William Shatner joining as, as Captain Kirk, and they're going to recognize Spock and Uhura. Um, and so I have the... The honor of originating um, this role of Eric Ortegas, uh, the helmsman, the pilot, and uh, her last name is actually a nod to a, a character that Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, um, had wanted in the original, um, the original pilot. Um, it was a character known as Jose Ortegas, and they ended up changing it to Jose Tyler. So it's kind of like an homage by um, uh-huh. by our showrunners and our writers, and uh, I couldn't be. Um, more excited just to to bring this character and the story to the world. And, and I suppose Strange New Worlds is a bit more like the original series, is that there's a discrete story, even though there are storylines yes, yes. going uh, on. Uh, uh, so it, it, is it the case then, obviously it's not available in this part of the world yet, but is it the case that kind of, di- you know, you and other characters will have an episode where you kind of get your chance to shine sort of thing? Yes. Um, and so I, I believe we are arriving um, in Ireland on June 22nd, uh, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, the, the, the kind of what, what fans are really um, uh, digging about about this new iteration is that it's back to a, an adventure of the week format. So it's, it's episodic and that you don't have to watch the whole series to kind of understand, like if you come in at the fourth or fifth episode. Um, and so it's, 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 it's very... Um, it's hopeful. It's it's uh, it goes back to kind of I think what made Star Trek so um, so beloved at the beginning was it's just kind of um, you know you're exploring new worlds and uh, and it also the the characters have story arcs that that will continue throughout the season um, but it's very much an ensemble an ensemble show so even though we're all going to be you know there will be a focus on on a few characters every. Um, every episode you are going to get to see for the most part, all of us. And you get to see the way that we interact, not just on the bridge, you know, when we're, uh, we're doing what everyone loves uh, to see in Star Trek when we're, we're, uh, you know, having battles and all sorts of, all sorts of wild craziness, Um, but also just seeing the camaraderie between um, crew members who you might not, you know, have, you might not know are actually quite friendly with each other. So you're going to see, um, you know, the doctor and, and the captain and me, um, interacting uh, in ways that you might not be able to get if it was a more serialized kind of serious show. And it is it is very serious as well, but I think we strike a balance between having it just, you know, really something fun that you're looking forward to every week and also, you know, a slice of um, of what life is. And, and Star Trek allows us to dig into stories in a way that I don't think other TV shows quite can. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, well, I don't know if anyone would know, things don't end well for Christopher Pike, but that's a 60-year-old spoiler, uh, I suppose. Right, <laughs> right. And and 
and you have to watch because it's um, I'm super biased because it's my show, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's like I'm we're already filming. We're in the middle of filming season two. Oh, um, that's how excited every. Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, like the other day I woke up and it was like early in the morning and I just got a new script and I was so excited to read it. And I'm like, what? How great is that? You know, I'm working on a show that I'm reading the script as if I'm reading something that, you know, I'm not even a part of. And I am. So that that's how that's how kind of confident and excited we are um, about what we're what we're creating. And, and it's uh, um, I just keep telling fans and everyone, you know, just I want you to know that like the show and, and the legacy of Star Trek is in very good hands. Like our producers, our writers, our actors, you know, we are fans as well as you as well as the we're fans just like you. So. Um, so yeah, so this is an adventure for us as well. When did you uh, wrap up filming then on season one? Um, so season one was supposed to, uh, f- we finished at the end of July, but then we had additional filming to do because we were filming in the middle of of the pandemic. Mm. In many ways, we're still in a pandemic, but you know, in kind of, uh, we're, we film in Toronto, uh, in Canada. And so um, the restrictions here were, were, were very strict and we were, um, the city and uh, the city was on lockdown for, for a large portion of it. And so our, so the great thing is that uh, we were, were able to say that we never shut down um, our production. And that was in due to uh, in part to, to everybody masking, everybody testing um, and just everyone kind of doing their part to make sure that we, we were able to, to stay on schedule. Technically we finished in September because um, nice. I had to come back to film in September. And then we, we, started filming season two uh i think end of january i started beginning of february but right okay yeah and that that gap there uh, uh during you know obviously a very exciting period in your career and i suppose this is the <laughs> irish aspect for this story you also had to deal uh with the loss of of uh brian bannon your great love um from Ballyshannon in in county Donegal. Yeah. Uh, that, that god that must have been that must have been an, yeah, I, I, you- when i assume you were in different cities as well for a lot of this yeah, thank you so much for um for bringing that up. Uh, I um wow um give me a second. Uh, but yeah, thank you, thank you so much for for bringing up his name. Um, yes, so Brian um uh didn't expect to get emotional. <laughs> um, um, but uh because I've been obviously speaking about him every single day. But yeah, so Brian Brian Bannon um from Ballyshan and I had the wonderful um opportunity to actually go to Ballyshannon for Brian's birthday, what would have been his 50th birthday on um, February 25th. And uh, the show, um, which is a testament to just how wonderful the producers and the, the entire crew have been, they were able to kind of um, make space in our crazy schedule for season two for me to go to Ireland um, for Brian's birthday and, and to be with his family and his friends. And uh, it was, it was, we actually um, filming uh, actually, you know, it was so crazy. And, you know, we had a, you know, a COVID case popped up. And so everyone had to kind of isolate and, and producers were just like, we have to get Melissa to Ireland for Brian's birthday. And uh, I ended up flying in um, to Dublin on the morning of, of February 25th. Um, and so it was just like, as the sun was rising, that's when I was mm. flying into Ireland. And I had to laugh, like Brian makes me laugh still all the time. Um, but he, he had told me that he didn't want to spend his 50th birthday with anybody but me. And uh, so I was laughing because I was just like, you know, because I want to throw him a big party. And I'm like, well, technically, we, we did spend it just me and him um, the morning of February 25th. And then and then we got there and uh, and uh, I was able to spend it with with all of all of Valley Shannon. And I, I kept saying that it felt like um, like a picture book come to life because Brian had told me about 
you know, his friends and his, his family. And we had been in communication um, through social media and online. And, and um, Brian and I were going to go to Ireland this summer, but the pandemic, the last two years or however long it's been at this point, um, you know, kind of put a hold on that. Um, but yeah, but Brian was just, uh, I, I say, and I will say it until the end that Brian is a hundred percent the reason that I booked Star Trek. He was, um, just the example of, of like the, the kind of pers- person and partner that, that, a, a working actor like myself, um, a struggling actor at times too needs in their life. Like he absolutely believed, um, always that, that I would, that the right role would come along. And, um, during the pandemic, he, uh, Brian was a, a musician, um, just absolutely brilliant person. Uh, he had just a way with both words and numbers um, that was, I just, I don't, you don't see that in a lot of people. Um, and he was also uh, the most charming bartender. Um, somebody mm-hmm. said uh, when they had learned that he passed that he was the last of uh, New York City's great poet bartenders. And that really, that really stuck with me. But Brian, um, during the pandemic, when everything kind of shut down and we were self-taping, um, he made it, you know, his mission to, to be able to, to do auditions with me wherever we were, you know, so uh, wherever we were quarantining at one point, we were kind of in the woods and the Berkshires um, back in the States. And then we had, an, uh, you know, we got, we got a new apartment in, in Queens and in, in New York City and Sunnyside, which has a, a wonderful Irish community. And um, Brian taped with me, he edited, he recorded everything. He was my reader. Um, and for the audition for, for Strange New Worlds, it was so um, confidential and we had to sign NTAs that it was one of the really rare times where my reps, so my manager and my agents couldn't even see my audition. So mm. I always say that it was, it was Brian gave the final word, you know, after we taped, he was like, yep, this is, this is the one to send. And we sent it to casting directors and um, the absolutely wonderful casting directors. Um, they said that when they saw our tape, they, they knew that I was... Ortegas obviously the, nobody could know for sure but they said that they felt that it was right and um yeah so Brian was just my world um and Ireland has a has a incredibly special place in my heart um and uh I can't wait to go back yeah but, yeah thank you for asking me he was my world he is my world and um was he was yeah, he ill Star Trek forever. when you were filming in, in Toronto and he's was he ill then at that point no no so um you know, and, and as I kind of uh, embark on this this journey now, um, I'll tell everyone the story in more detail. But um, but Brian was um, so Brian, what Brian um, passed from was uh, APL leukemia, which um, is essentially it's acute leukemia. And not only that, it's uh, from what I understand, um, I did quite a bit of research, uh, but it's it's the rarest, the rarest form, or at least one of the rarest forms, if not the rarest. And um it came on very, very quickly. Um, and it was just a, a sh- it was an absolute shock. Like Brian and I didn't expect it. Um, his family, his sister and his nephews um, were coming over to spend Christmas with us. And um, so it was this, this, this acute leukemia who, that struck and um, Brian and I went to the ER on Tuesday um, and he passed on Friday, December oh, 17th. Um, yeah. And it was, um, and it was just, it was absolutely um, hard. You know, fortunately I have an amazing family support system. You know, I think in a way, you know, is, um, you know, my parents, my family's from Colombia. And so my parents are, um, are, are immigrants to, to the States. And so I have, you know, we kind of had this, I understand what it's like when you leave your country. I mean, I understand through 
through hearing about it because I'm an empathetic person. But when you leave your country and then you kind of start to, you know, rediscover your roots in ways. Um, and because I think I was so interested about Ireland, you know, Brian was always telling me about Bally Shannon and um, he called Ireland my, my spiritual home once. He called it, I think, in September. He was just like, I'm going to take you to your spiritual home. Um, and that was in reference to us going after we finished wrapping season two, we were prepared to, to go to Ballyshannon. And even though we didn't go in the way that we, uh, we anticipated, um, I had to tell his, his family and friends, I said, you know, I have to laugh. You know, Brian made me laugh so much all the time. And um, I'm like, he did bring me um, to Ireland in a way. It was just not at all how we expected. Yeah. Um, one day I'm going to learn the, I play the, the five string banjo, which I say that with a, an asterisk because Brian always told me I wasn't practicing enough. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I will do that. Um, I have his guitars here and I have, um, I have a new banjo. I just, I just got, but I haven't taken it out of the case. And I know Brian is shaking his head and he wants me to, to play and I will, but I, I have a, a great love for the, the tenor banjo. And, um, so during trad week, Brian had a, a tenor banjo player there who's, who's, um, just wonderful. And, and Brian would always make sure that I had a good seat so that I could see the, the finger picking. And um, yeah, but he was just, he is, was my world is my world. And um, I, as you can see, I could talk about him for hours, but um, I will hey, let you stop. Melissa, just the love beneath all of that uh, 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 was so self-evident. I'm sure Brian would love to see um, Ortega's playing the five string banjo on Strange New Worlds. Yeah. We can all wait for yeah, that every, uh, for season yes. three. Uh, we, we, unfortunately, we do have to leave it there. Very sorry for your loss, uh, Melissa. Congratulations uh, on Strange New Worlds. And we'll see you in Ireland soon. Uh, Melissa and Navia. Thank you so much. Can't thank, wait. Thanks a million, Melissa. All right. Talk to you, talk to you again soon. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.